the icons of real estate podcast are you ready to learn the proven money-making secrets from top producing icon agents ready to skyrocket your business this podcast is for you tune in every week and find out how to implement proven strategies to 10 times your business from three million dollars to 30 million dollars in just 12 months brought to you by the masters in real estate marketing ardor seo Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest from my home state of Texas, Robbie Johnson with Texas Lifestyles Group, Keller Williams in wonderful Abilene, Texas. How are you, Robbie? I am doing fabulous. Thank you very much. Yeah, great. Thank you for being on today. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to let you off the hook. I'm going to ask you the same question I ask everybody else. And that is, were you the young child of five, six years old asking your parents how to become a realtor or were you like the rest of us where we kind of fell back into it later on in life? More fell back into it later on in life. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't that young. However, in Louisiana, where I grew up, we took home ec at that time. It was kind of required. So we had a test that we could take to win a college scholarship. Mm-hmm. And so I tested kind of a little bit higher of getting to take this test and it was on real estate and I actually placed, I got a $2,000 scholarship for it, Nice. Um, but I went into um, interior merchandising and fashion merchandising in college. But anyway, so that was kind of my first little bit into, it was like, how am I going to do this? I don't know anything about real estate, but I did it and got the scholarship. That's fantastic. What part of, what part of uh, Louisiana are you from? I am, well, I was born in Baton Rouge, but I went, to high, mm -hmm, I went to high school in Abbeville and college in Lafayette, go Raging Cajuns. Yeah, so, that's fantastic. I love it. Mm -hmm. So that's how, so that's, that's the impetus to how you started. Now, did you find a mentor or, you know, someone that came along in your life and said, Hey, you know what, Robbie, I think you'd be great in real estate. Come join my office and make a million dollars tomorrow. Or did you take it upon yourself to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to get out of, you know, merchandising and I'm going to go into uh, buying and selling homes. How did that so look? I, I, well, I went the merchandising route right out of college and um, I owned a tuxedo company oh. and we had locations in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, um, Alabama. So we were, you know, a few locations and, um, you know, trouble starts at home in the marriage and we owned the business together. So I knew that. I had to find something that would allow me to still be a mom during the day because I had that flexibility in my job. And so a friend of mine in Baton Rouge was selling real estate and I thought I can do this. Yeah. So I went to real estate school during first time I filed for divorce. And so we all have those stories. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to real estate school and became a realtor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So now we know how you got started. So let's talk about today. You are okay. no longer in Baton Rouge. You are no longer in the great state of Louisiana. Nope. Uh, but you are in Abilene, Texas. I am. So so tell me about your team. I did a little due, due okay. diligence on your team. I saw you, you know, you have a, a, a large team there. Um I did. So you're mm -hmm. doing very well. Mm -hmm. Um tell me about your team and and how you built that maybe even to the point of how you vetted that team 
And then uh, how how are how is your team so successful? And I know that's like three questions, so take your time and that's okay. Answer them all. <laughs> okay, so you know, I I left Baton Rouge, and you know, in Baton Rouge, it was so easy because being in the tuxedo business, everyone knew my name, and right. so it was kind of instant success there. A year into being a realtor there, my now ex husband and I decided to move to Destin, Florida. So I was a realtor in Destin, Florida probably, well, a total of probably about 18 years. I still have my broker's wow. license there. That's and so that's a gold mine for, for I did very, I did yeah. very well there and loved it. I had a brokerage there. It merged with a um, franchise. Okay. And so when I finally divorced, I met the now love of my life in Abilene, Texas, and it became, okay, where are we going to live in Florida yeah. or Texas? And I thought, well, I've started over before when I moved to Destin. I can do this. You yeah. can kind of go back to the basics. And so I moved to Abilene, Texas and started over again. So third time now. And um, so that was 2013. 2014 is when I really kind of officially got to Texas. And I knew no one just like when I went to Destin. So yeah. it was literally starting over again. And um, the team really got started in about 2017. And there were originally, I think there were eight of us total. There's still six of us all still together. Oh, wow. The original. So retention has been a real big thing on my team. And yeah. um, kind of rare in real estate overall, right? Yeah, it, it, you know, it is. And in a lot of the, you know, the coaching platforms, they talk about the revolving door that, mm -hmm. you know, you're just constantly recruiting, constantly recruiting. And that is just not the route that I took. I wanted to build a team that they could have leverage in and that they would not want to leave. And of course, everybody gets wings and they fly and they leave. And right. you know, I still love them for that. It doesn't matter whether you're on my team or not. I'm still here to help you and 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 love you, so to say. Sure. But there's six original who are still with me. And so we started the team, Texas Lifestyles Group. And they were just very instrumental in helping us get our systems that we have today. So we, you know, our first year, we called it the year of systems. And then we went into the year of client events. So every year we would kind of focus on something. Right. And uh, in 2019 is really when the growth kind of took off right before COVID is when the growth really kind of took off and people were like, we want to join your team. We want to join your team. And so today the original five who I count myself as six, but I'm, I'm right. not as in production anymore, but that original five, we added about five more full time. So there's been 10 agents since 2019 that I've really grown the business with today. We're at about 20 agents total. We've had some more full time come on in the last six months. We kind of opened up again in the last six months of growth again for right. a while. I just kind of kept it small so to say, I don't know if you call 10 to 15 small, but we kind of kept it, I kept it manageable. So, you know, if my whole part is I want to coach you and I want to coach you to success, I didn't feel that going from, you know, six to 50 is coaching people to success. Right. So our track record is kind of what made people want to come onto our team. So those original 10, so to say, we've mm -hmm. gone from 44 million in sales to 98 million in sales since 2019. Oh, fantastic. So that's kind of been the the growth pattern. Yeah. You remind me of another agent I know very well out of Tennessee. Uh -huh. And not because of the accent, but and not <laughs> and not and not because of one of her offices is in Destin. 
Oh. Uh, yeah, but but you do, and it's and and I'll tell you the story after the fact. Uh, after, okay. after the show, we'll 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 compare some notes, and maybe you know who. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's fantastic. Now I will ask you because I want to talk about the future and get out the vision board a little bit with you. But mm -hmm. so, is the plan for growth for you? You know, uh, I think you said you were at ninety-eight. You know, uh, I think you went from forty-four to ninety-eight. Was that the, mm -hmm. the number? Quoting correctly. Mm -hmm. So is the goal to grow that number uh, by osmosis and growing your team or, you know, what, how, how does the growth process look moving forward from here? And I guess we'll go ahead and go to that third set uh, about, sure. growth, you know, the future. How does that look? So my team since day one has been set up more like a brokerage. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of like a brokerage in a brokerage, if that makes sense. Sure. I didn't really go the traditional team route of the 50-50 splits and, you know, buying a whole bunch of leads and different things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I always laugh with my team and I'm, I grew up at a funeral home. That was where I lived growing up. So okay. I know, I know it's kind of weird, but you know, tomorrow's not promised. So sure. I've always lived with that, that tomorrow's not promised. And as I tell my team, you know, I want y'all to go to my funeral and, and say, we loved her and she helped us. Right. But if something were to happen to me, how can you still go on with your business if you are 100% dependent on me? So I've never wanted to develop that they are totally dependent on me. What I wanted them to be is dependent on the leverage that the team can give them to go out right. and keep building their business and me as their coach. Gotcha. So a couple of years ago, strictly to I'm coaching, coaching, coaching. And that became the year of coaching is when we went to 95 million in sales. So we went from, I think, 77 million to 95 million. Again, with that same core group of people. So okay. if we make over 98 million in sales, which are hopefully it'll continue, but through first quarter, we're up in sales from last year, but that's because they're reaching their individual goals. The goals aren't about me. They're right. not about Robbie Johnson wants to do 120 million. Right. The, if our group does it, we do it. So I kind of take our goals towards the year and it's, or in the year and it's, you know, what are all of their individual goals? What is this going to look like? Because there's been some years where, you know, I have an agent who maybe closed 10 million, but the next year they're comfortable closing seven to eight. Right. So, you know, so I've, I've had to kind of gear it towards that, but you know, the team is very much, we're very much set up like a brokerage. I have profit sharing on my team. Our culture is one of the things that really attracts people to our team. Um, I, and I believe it helps with their growth um, from, you know, I have awards to, I take them on a trip every year. We just got back from a cruise. We went to Mexico nice. on a cruise. There's lots of growth in that area. And then for me personally, for growing, um, I'm now part of a, I now have my Mississippi um, broker's license as well. So I'm actually a broker in three states. And wow, um, you are the Gulf Coast master for sure. Well, we sell the South. That's, yeah, what, I, that's what I call. Um, but so I'm part of a brokerage as well right now in Gulfport and Biloxi, Mississippi. So I, I coach those agents too. Um, we've started, we officially really got started with that firm probably about seven months ago. And it's, it, we're already at eight agents there. So I'm enjoying getting to coach them and help them with marketing and things like that too. Yeah, that's great. So I'll give you the opportunity to talk about the greatness, if you'd like, for the state of Texas. 
or Abilene in itself. You know, mm -hmm. tell me why people move to Abilene one uh, mm -hmm. at like I've never been there and I know nothing uh, Two, why do they stay? Why do they set roots and, and stay in Abilene? That's I think that's more important for for most of us. You know, why, why is it such a good community to live in? So when I when I very first moved to Abilene, I had someone say you should go through a program called Leadership Abilene. Mm -hmm. It's through our Chamber of Commerce and okay. probably about 90 people apply every year and they usually choose about 30. There's some like the hospitals, our Air Force base that are set where they have somebody that's always going to feed into this program every year. So I applied and I thought, how, why in the world would they choose me? I'm not from here at all, but I got chosen for the program. Nice. So that was a real foot in the door of really learning about Abilene because I feel like, you know, we're all ambassadors for our area. Sure. So I think my biggest takeaway from that and what I've lived in living in Abilene is that people come here because, well, there's great schools here, mm -hmm. but it's kind of, a, it's a slow and it's a, it's a healthy lifestyle here. The people are very friendly. They're very inviting. They want new people to come in. Um, we have a thriving Air Force base here. We're home to the B-1 bomber and the C-130. And the B-21 is going to be stationed here, the new bomber that's coming. So wow. our growth of the city has, I mean, we're exploding, absolutely exploding. And so, you know, through the downturn, you know, September and October, November, the, mm -hmm. you know, as interest rates went up, we've been fortunate because people are still moving into our area. The area is still growing. Now, did we have a stabilization? Of course we did. Um, but we've not quite seen probably the dips that maybe some of the other parts of the country are experiencing. Sure, sure. Yeah, Texas overall has done well in that area, as of course Florida has um, also. So why why do people stay in Abilene? I guess so, you know what? Tell me some of the greatness about Abilene and what kind of communities you have there. So what I learned in leadership Abilene was that. Because, you know, I didn't raise my children here. I came mm -hmm. here later as an adult. And actually, um, my identical twins came with me as well. Oh, wow. One is on my team. He's highly successful. Um, we have three universities here. The other one has his master's degree from one of the universities and works at one of the other universities. So that's been a draw. People coming here is the university systems that are here. They're private, but um, it's been a huge draw for, for people. It was interesting because what we kind of talked a lot about in Leadership Abilene is that people were leaving Abilene whenever they graduate from high school, because when I go back to saying it's a healthy place to live, mm -hmm. to, that means boring. Yeah, so, right. You know, people were wanting to leave because it was boring. Right. So they leave, they go to the Metroplex, which is what we call Dallas-Fort Worth. DFW, yeah. So DFW, they would go to the Metroplex or Houston or wherever it is, out of state, wherever they went to college and moved to. And what they found 10 years later is they started to come back because they yeah. realized that what they considered boring was not boring at all. It's a great lifestyle here. And it was a great place to raise children and right. looking at how they were raised. And so you see where, um, because our universities, I would, I would think are probably private universities. People may go to University of Texas or Texas Tech or A&M or Baylor or, or wherever they're going to go to out of state, whatever it is. Right. But then they come back. Right. So we find a lot of the coming back is sometimes about that 30, 30 year old mark. And then some are just right. staying, of course. 
Sure. But, you know, the lifestyle here, we we have lakes around here. There's a lot of hunting and fishing and, and you know, different things like that. And, of course, we're only two and a half hours from the Metroplex. So it's easy right. to run into Dallas for the weekend and spend the weekend and things like right. that. And then run out. And then they, <laughs> yes. I the traffic. There. I lived in we have no traffic in yeah. our town at all. And at all. I actually love through, no I've traffic. I've probably been through Abilene 20 times in my life. I, I lived in DFW from 88 to 2009. Um, you know, so, and I was born in Houston. So I'm Abilene. So you know. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, Abilene's mm -hmm. been a big part of my travel life and just mm -hmm. Abilene Christian, you know, a ton of people I've worked with in my life went to Abilene Christian. And yep. so, yeah. Which is where my son works. He's yeah, like, I was gonna say it. I was gonna guess, but you're like, yeah. right. I go, uh-huh, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Harden Simmons is where he um graduated from college. He did okay. his undergrad and got his master's, and now he's at ACU. And he he loves both. Yeah. Um, but he loves working for ACU. Yeah, ACU is a fantastic school. Most of the yeah. friends I, I came up with in uh in business uh would couldn't couldn't say enough, you know, mm -hmm. couldn't say enough. Fantastic. So how would someone get in touch with you, Robbie? Emails easy, Robbie Johnson at kw.com or any of our platforms are um, at We Sell the South. So we we're you know we have a pretty well I call it a decent TikTok following. We've got about fifteen thousand followers on That's TikTok. Great. Yeah. Um, so we do well on that, and then Instagram and of course Facebook. We're we're very interactive on all of those things. So you guys out there dancing in the streets or uh you know what, what are you putting oh. on tiktok i gotta i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna follow you i'm gonna go on there today oh i love it thank you, you. Know, I'm gonna check um, you guys so out. i tell a lot of i tell a lot of real estate stories on nice. there of course we do our houses and things like that but yeah. i find my biggest views come from the real estate stories I've, I've done this for 20 years so i have some stories to tell and then right. but and and i've i've sold a house off of tiktok oh, i yeah. had a a vintage home, if you want to call it, um, about 5,000 square feet. And someone from California saw it and bought it. So that's awesome. It, it helps awesome. to be on those platforms for sure for your sellers. It does, especially for those out-of-towners, you know, I mean, which mm -hmm. you're having the uh, a wonderful windfall from the West, I would say. Yes. Yeah. So yes, we, uh, we are. Alaska, Washington, California. I mean, we really, that's been a big draw. Gotta have some Oregon there. I gotta believe there's some people from Oregon. Oh, uh, any of that, absolutely. Any, any of the West Coast, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, any of the West Coast. Surprised on the Alaska though. Alaska, we've had Alaska. I've yeah. got Alaska on my team. Two people on my team from Alaska really? located. Mm -hmm. Now I would say this is Tim, you know, fifty-something-year-old Tim, uh, who knows Texas really well. I'd say, okay, I get it. Alaska near the Permian Basin for Abilene. You know, mm -hmm. that makes sense, right? So oh. now putting that together, it makes sense. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's only people like you and I understand that. Yeah, they understand. <laughs> and well, you know, talking about the Permian Basin, and and if we're wrapping up, I'm so sorry, but oh, that's okay. We're we're right on that outskirt right. of the Permian Basin. And so, you know, that's kind of been a draw even with Midland and Odessa people, yeah. is they'll come here and buy ranches. You right. know, I went from selling beaches. To ranches. And I had to learn how to do both because I was a condo specialist in Destin. Um, I sold gotcha. condos and beach houses. And I'm right. like, okay, I went from the bayous of Louisiana to the beaches of Destin to the big country of West Texas. I can do this. I yeah, can sell for it. sure. All you, all you need next is to maybe go up to the Rockies and live in Breckenridge for a little while. Oh, would that you be know? fabulous? 
my husband would never be in the cold. Yeah, I'll tell. Well, you know what? Then uh, you just call me, and I'll go up there and run that office. And, oh, that sounds fabulous. I mean, I, I taught. You know, I always have people from that area, and I'm like grumpy about it because it's beautiful West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm, I, and I'm in one of those condos, and I'm on the water, and yay me! Mm -hmm. But I'm like, we just my wife and I just talked about it, and I was like, hey, how about a trip up to Breckenridge for a week? You know, and and let's do this and let's do that. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And then we go out, we go down to the beach and hit the deli. And we and it's gone. It's out of our mind. You know, our kids are grown too, and, and it, it's like it's mm -hmm. not. It's not always like right in front of. And we're not even skiers, but it's so beautiful there. It is beautiful. That would but be I your love next being in the south. Yeah, the south <laughs> is awesome, and I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, okay, last question. Okay. I just like I said at the top of the show, I'm gonna here at the bottom i can't let you off the hook so i'm gonna ask it give me something i always say you're the hit i'm the dj you know you're the hit record i'm the dj i just spend the records if anybody knows what records still are you know take us out this last minute or two with something positive you know something you feel people need to hear it can be about real estate it can be about your family it can be about your dog just take us out uh you know getting close to the weekend something we can take with us and feel good about when my husband walked out the door in 2010 I started calculating in my mind because he ran all of our finances and I calculated in my mind how much money I maybe had in my checking account. Yeah. So there was the first lesson is now I, now I'm the master of my books. But when he walked out the door, he handed me my business checkbook and he said, don't write any checks. You have a hundred dollars to your name. And so I started my life over with a hundred dollars and I called my mother in a panic and she said, I'm not going to help you file for divorce this time. You've got to do it on your own, Robbie because yeah. you've not gone through with it any time. Yeah. And I was like, I have $100 to my name. And she said, Robbie, go sell real estate. It's what you do best. And, you know, that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me was right. being at that point, because now what I do for people is how can you make it in this business on a budget? Right. Because we all have to be on a budget. And if I can start over in two cities, now three with Mississippi, if I can start over in two cities and at one point in my life, have a hundred dollars and three children right. to my name, anybody can make it in this business. If you just follow the easy models that are out there, it's not a get rich quick, right. but I promise you can make it in this business and find a mentor or a coach who, um, you know, has that, that back experience. I've been through several shifts, of course. I mean, you have to think about in the, when he walked out the door, I was in the middle of 2010, right. which was our sales in 2010, as you know, and the BP oil spill hit the next month. Right. Yeah. So there's nothing you know, good going on. No, but you can make it. Yeah. You, you can make it in this business and it, it's, it just takes time and it takes building relationships. And that is what, when people say, Robbie, what's the magic pill? Relationships. There you go. 100% the magic pill is go out and meet people and build relationships. And then it, it all goes from there. I love it. That's great. That's great advice. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the program today. Mm -hmm. Texas Lifestyles Group, Keller Williams, Abilene, Texas, Gulf Coast and all. We loved yes. it. Had a great time. I look forward to catching up with you again next three, six, nine months. You and I have a lot in common and a lot, uh, a lot we could discuss. So um, I, I would love that. We look forward to that. 
have a great rest of the week and a weekend and, and, and enjoy the great state of Texas. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was an honor to get to be on your show. Thank, Thank you. you. Or your podcast. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. Thank you.